You're listening to The Pedestal from Mike on Much. Presented by Much Studios. This is The Pedestal. I am your host, Mike Veerman, and I am here with uh, my friend and co-host from the Mike on Much podcast, Shane Cunningham. What's up, Shane? Hello, hello. We're also here with, as always, Jonathan Popolis, writer, director, award winner. John, what's up? Hello. Nice to see you. I like to give the listeners context. Yeah. You know, you, you do commercials and stuff. You're a creative. So was the award-winning part that oh, I find shit, kind of you know, funny. Got to pump the tires, my man. <laughs> so today on The Pedestal, we are doing a James Bond film. This is James Bond Goldfinger. A classic. Goldfinger. A little bit of context. This movie came out in 1964. So this is the oldest movie we've done so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was actually the second highest grossing film of 1964. The other ones in order from one to five were My Fair Lady, Goldfinger at number two, Mary Poppins at number three, mm. The Carpet Baggers at number four. Anyone remember that the one? Oh, carpet I love Carpet Baggers. <laughs> there you go. Wow. Uh, and then five. You carpet bagger, you. <laughs> uh, number five from Russia with Love. Is, is that a same, Bond movie? It sure is. Is it the same year? Thing is, is it came out at the end of '63. Uh, oh, so it just grossed kept... a ton in '64, oh and then Goldfinger came out in September of '64. And Interesting. Just, side note: uh, A Hard Day's Night also came out that year and came in yeah. at number nine on the list. Number one in my heart, though. From oh that yeah. Year. Um, Not Bonds, apparently. So it kind of interestingly <laughs> frames the time when this movie came out uh, in a lot of ways. I guess, you know, what we like to do is um, this movie is also 96% on Rotten Tomatoes. 96% and on ro- the, the one of the reasons I really wanted to do this was I checked the Rolling Stones list of like the Bond movies listed worst to best. Yeah. And this was like number one, like with a bullet. It was like, this is supposed to be the Bond movie. Sure. So there's lots to talk about. Obviously, this movie as a standalone Bond film, uh, the James Bond canon, all the different men who's, who have played Bond, Bond's place, mm-hmm. I guess, uh, in culture. But I guess the first thing, uh, what we're going to start doing going forward, now that we got a little bit of structure on this oh, damn yeah. thing, mm-hmm. is what did we think when we first saw this movie? Meaning, like, if you saw this when you were a kid, mm-hmm. uh, we obviously weren't alive when it came out. So I'll start. I've never seen the film before I watched it. Uh, not one of your best stories. For the pods. <laughs> nope. Not really a beginning, a middle, an end. Nothing wow. compelling. Yeah. Thrilling. I never, I, but I had seen a ton of Bond films. My favorite Bond uh, growing up was Roger Moore, who a lot of people do not like uh, or think he's too goofy. But uh, so Is there a Roger Moore movie you liked the best? I just remember when it was like the big debate. I, yeah. I saw the, like, the, the Sean Connery films, I didn't see a lot of at all. Right. Uh, and, of course, I didn't see this so, one. they're the first. Yeah, yeah. like, I, you know, I we were all probably, like, our Bond was probably uh, Piers Brosnan, right? Like, sort yep. of when yep. we were in that age. But Moore was still even, I mean, whether, like it or not, he was still making Bond movies in the 80s, right? Totally. So. Anyway, long story long is I've seen probably, like, 10 Bond films in my life. This was not one of them. Did okay. either of you? We'll start with you, Shaney. No, no. The only thing I'd ever been involved with with Bond was the Nintendo 64 game Goldeneye. Oh, which, yeah. Which, which I was obsessed with. It was amazing. Amazing. And odd job being the yeah, odd job possible character. Y- you, yeah. We had a rule. You weren't allowed to be everyone an odd did. job. <laughs> it's because he was the one inch shorter than everyone, you so you couldn't him. get the head. Yeah, you he couldn't to shoot, him. To shoot That's him. hilarious. You're yeah. bringing back so many high school yeah. memories, man. So I think it's one of the best games of all time. As far as Bond films, I have an aversion to any like superhero movies and Bond films. So I wasn't very excited when... Populous was excited about doing this. <laughs> so uh, I go. I think Goldeneye is one of the best Bond movies. I don't have to get into to rank in all the movies, but Goldeneye was absolutely like the 
the drug that sort of got me into it. Who was um, uh, who was the uh, female in that one? Wasn't it uh, Ksenia on a top? Uh, what's her name? Uh, Famke Jansen. There you go. Ooh, I knew it was somebody. Fantastic. Like that. One of the best Bond yeah. girls of all time. Yeah, Goldeneye was definitely like in that. That was like yeah. our generation. Yes, yes. And then uh, and then and then there was like the first time I saw this and most of the Bond movies it was it was one of those like TBS like Bond weekends when oh, yeah. I was like younger mm-hmm. and I'm like you know what I'm going to just watch all these. So I just like in a row starting with like Dr. No just like blue can I swear on this? Fuck I can yeah. fuck okay so I, I fucking no I don't know. So I fucking blew through I guess we've started all the other ones. I blew all of them. Through all of them. Like it was so, but you like crossed the line. <laughs> fuck. Uh, so, and, and I didn't have like a spit, like, cause they all, when you watch them like that, they all kind of bleed together. And so I didn't have a specific like Roger Moore and Timothy Dalton memories rather than, than actual like movie specific memories. So I, so I wanted to go and really start relooking at a bunch of these. The older ones, and this is supposed to be like the 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 tippy top one. So I don't have a specific memory about this other than the obvious laser and the and the expect you to die and like all the hits. But I, but I don't I can't I don't know if I if I'm remembering it from seeing it or if I'm remembering it because it's been referenced it's pop culture so yeah. many t- like so totally. many things in this movie have been referenced so many times. Am I remembering my memory? Am I remembering the pop culture references? So for all three of us, this is not something we're revisiting whatsoever. We're kind of all. I mean, I've, I've wa- I mean, I've rewatched this movie a couple years. Like for the most part, I didn't remember it fully. What's the Bond movie with that scene where Pierce Brosnan's on like he's parasailing on a surfboard? Oh, is, is it World Is Not a, uh, the names of those? The what last two ones. He had like Die Another Day. He'd die Another Day, and he had World Is Not Enough. I feel like that's Die Another Day. I but just I don't know wanna... that movie is considered. Absolutely horrible. With Halle Berry, <laughs> it's so bad. Oh, yeah. Oh, I thought awful. it was going to end Bond films forever, but it was it did not. awful. Yeah, they had a real comeback with... Um, Casino Royale. Yeah, who's our guy, though? What's his Daniel name? Craig. Daniel Craig. Oh, Craig. I don't like him. <laughs> Shane I don't... And I, one of our Shane and I's biggest arguments was whether or not Daniel Craig was attractive. He's not attractive. He's in. He's in <laughs> that's a pretty good looking guy. He's ripped. This is what I'm saying. I'm I, have, I, I disagree. I think he's pretty good You isolate man. just his face? He's... he's it doesn't matter. You don't need to be good looking, but he's a troll. Oh, he's that's <laughs> ridiculous. He's not a troll. Really? He's a good looking man. You know what? You're wrong. He's a good looking man. Mike, do you remember that photo <laughs> of him that was on the side of the TIFF building? You did find a photo that wasn't the most flat. Well, it was, they painted it on the side of a building. It's not like I Googled I it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, his films are... Uh, Markedly better than, I guess, Pierce Brosnan's. Uh, was it the last one? You know, or some of Daniel Craig's movies are not not all. Yeah, I mean, we could get into. <laughs> Anyways, uh, let's yeah. get all of that. Let's stuff. get back We're to Goldfinger. Goldfinger. <laughs> so, okay, uh, so none of us really have a strong attachment to this film. Previously, we all had watched it for this podcast, mm-hmm. uh, and so we're going to start with uh, you know reasons to keep it on the things we liked about this film, and we'll start with you, Johnny. Okay, for me, I think, and this is sort of what we were alluding to before, and I'll say now. Regardless of how we feel about the movie or the movies, so just start here. I think Sean Connery is the best Bond. Agreed. I think he is the proof of concept of what Bond, James Bond, is supposed to be. And the beginning of this movie sets it off perfectly. He is a man who can go in a wetsuit, to take it off, and there's a tux underneath, blow up a heroin factory, and then walk into a party, and, and no one knows it's him because who would suspect 
this nice, handsome guy walking. He hits every single thing that I think the James Bond is supposed to be. And James Bond is supposed to be Scottish, right? Alex, my yeah, wife's from a the big books. Bond fan, and she says he's actually supposed to be Scottish. From the books? Like the Ian Fleming books, yeah. So sure. the source so material. He's, it, it actually is it, in it line. Feel, yeah. It feels... I really like his his voice in these yeah. too, yeah. Which we will be discussing on our book podcast pages. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I kid. Shake and not stir it. <laughs> I just, <laughs> you know, this was the very first film that that was set in. Yeah, I know. Shake and not all stir the it. Hit, all, all the hits. Just a drink, a martini, shake and not stir it. I liked uh, the line. Obviously, this is a famous line. I'm not shocking anyone here, but when he's like, uh, "Do you expect me to talk?" and he's like, "No, Mr. Bond, I expect you to die." Yeah, I thought that line <laughs> is so good that 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 was definitely. Uh, one of the the highlights for me. Every time it was Bond and Goldfinger together, whenever it was like them golfing, and even though that golfing scene felt like a long time, it was felt like mm-hmm. like when they're together there, when they're in the laser, when he's making them sit and having the, the mint juleps with them, when he's got them on the plane at the end, I felt like those were always the most mm-hmm. kind of like th- thrilling. Like you had, I was right there with with this movie during those times. Like if they weren't parts. enemies, I feel like they could have been good yeah. friends. Yeah. I enjoyed the, you mentioned uh, you like that line, I expect you to die. I, yeah. I wrote down in my notes that I enjoyed that line. Uh, he's about to get on the plane at the end, and he's like, oh, there's uh, we made sure there's liquor for three. And he's like, who are the other two? And he's like, uh, it's just fantastic. you, Bond. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> Bond's an alcoholic. The playful stuff I like, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that made me laugh for sure. Just the jovial nature of yeah. it too with the, the the CIA guys and all that stuff. But It's it's hard to, for me to say a lot of stuff I liked about Interesting. this Interesting. All right. Well, just because <laughs> there's so much stuff that's dated and right. weird, and there's so many problems with this film. Oh, so big, maybe you can time. maybe you can keep going on well, stuff. I mean, because uh, like, I'm out. Well, <laughs> here, here are my. Yeah, I'm out. <laughs> Thank you for listening. I like that one line. <laughs> yeah. All right. So here, I'm my notes. I have Goldfinger in, in caps. Good. And at the top of the list is the, the Goldfinger song. Ain't bad. Goldfinger. Uh, Odd Job is famous. Uh, I know who Odd Job is, probably mm-hmm. from the video game. <laughs> so that's good. About the yeah, movie. yeah. The uh, the maniacal final plan, like the Fort Knox plan. I thought it was actually kind of a cool plan. The idea of poisoning all of the gold so that his gold yeah, goes. I up. agree. It's a it's outside of the box thinking. I he's enjoyed a, I, that. I think he's a good he's a good bad. Guy. That's what I'm. I, that's sort of what I'm getting at with him and Bond together. I enjoy him as the. It's a it's a very unique kind of villain. Uh, Pussy Galore and James Bond have good chemistry. She's somewhat of an equal, but then in uh, brackets, he still tries to sexually assault her. Tries, tries to. Mikey, <laughs> <laughs> boy. Sorry, the note was taken. Very blatantly <laughs> he sexually assaults her. Yes, no, he does, he does. He does. I, I wrote the note, though, because like I thought their chemistry was good, but then it was before he started throwing her like around, he kind of was trying to go for the kiss, and she wasn't having it, and then it just uh, outright became assault or whatever. Mm-hmm. I felt before that, again, in the pro column, she was, when I said Xenia Anatop is the one of the best Bond girls, I think Pussy Galore is the best Bond girl because she is, up until the, the ending where, the, the, where I even wrote the whole Pussy Galore story is kind of sad. She is, <laughs> she is this person who's like, don't touch me. He can't grab None of his like, powers work yeah. on her. She has every line. She matches him line for line. She's sort of like cool. She's like, she's, she sort of is a really kind of badass 
character and i thought she the 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 uh what's her name honor honor blackman she yeah. she was just fantastic like she clearly embraced being like i'm not just going to be one of these like bikini girls yeah they had good they had good chemistry and, yeah. and to to the sean connery point you guys mentioned i will say uh he was charismatic although mm-hmm. you know it doesn't totally work for me but we'll we'll get to that so the i i, I again i only have a few few notes on the good side so john well i i mean the, <laughs> I, there was an area in the middle and there was a point especially when the car chase started happening where i started feeling like okay now we're in it like we're like the car chase and they're, they're going around ejector seat and the mirror th- like there's all now we're getting into the fun bond stuff this is what i come to bond for and then he's strapped and the laser thing is coming up and they're having this like banter back and forth this right the middle of the movie i felt like that is bang on the middle and the opening i felt like i've, I've even wrote this before i feel like i wish that opening was the movie because where the, with the wetsuit and the thing underneath and the, and then he goes into and he's kissing the girl and he sees in her eye the guy behind like it was just so like kind of sixties. <laughs> we'll get camp, to that scene. But I feel like it was sixties camp in a in a good sure. way. It's you know an what interesting I mean? point. You you know that gets to a bigger question about Bond that I found myself thinking a lot. Like one, this is nineteen sixty four. Much like when we talked about the Blur Witch, it's kind of a prototype. You know, I think people like you said recognize it as this is ultimately what Bond would become, what it became known for: the gadgets, the laser. Uh, but like it's satire, right? Right. Like it's like a it's it's a male fantasy of like what this guy like. They're winking at us as well that it's ridiculous. Is yes. the whole point of it, right? Yes. Oh, it's satire. I think it's also kind of especially with the, like the Beatles line, like how he doesn't like the Beatles. Yeah. Sort of, it's winking at how this older generation doesn't like like the, this is sort of how they view this like free sex kind of world they're like okay well like let's weaponize that and ma- and turn it into right. this sort of cartoon character that's what i mean like I, I as as unlikable he seems i think he's supposed to be this like like even though he's james bond antagonistic I don't think he seemed unlikable i think he just seemed antagonistic he seemed a lot of like really kind of pushing people's buttons a lot but he's I, like witty and clever and he's a sexual predator obviously <laughs> well back yeah. then in movies they kind of they didn't know that that's the one of the most wrong things you can do is just yeah. force yourself on a woman well it's this is and you know this is kind of a whole thing that is very modern is okay so one a whole generation so that is like a male fantasy written by a male for males so we watch like oh bond's gonna sort of get these women because he's like persistent or he'll just force his way on but then that ends up becoming this thing that it's like one of the most famous movies in the world you know mm-hmm. and it's like you watch that for generations and generations. So that's why like men, you start to think, cause it's like, is it a fantasy or is it a how to? Like, is she not interested because I'm just not being persistent enough? Like, is that, yeah. is that a suave and sexy thing to do to just kind of like, you know, cause there's a lot of, I just think it, this bond and this bond character really kind of plays into like a lot of what uh, the toxic masculinity and sort of taking charge mm-hmm. has become today. Yes, But can you, can you like, you know how uh, nowadays like, Louis C.K., whatever, they're getting in career prison. Yeah. Can you do that to a film? Can you say, mm. okay, now this film doesn't fly That's anymore. That's really interesting. Maybe lock up Goldfinger for a bit. Is for it, a lot of those well, early it, Bond yeah. movies. <laughs> is, it, is it poisonous to the culture going forward in the sense that it's like, what are we or laughing? Or is it an interesting window into like, if you start doing that, like, because it's a time cap. It's not like they're tr- it's trying to push anything on right now. It's saying that this is just like... It's like when people want to take down a statue and the yeah. guy was a mean dude. It's yeah. like, hey, this is history. And that's that's always the That is really thing. interesting. Yeah. Like, can you just say, you know what? Maybe we shouldn't be like my my like the 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 thing that you bring up a lot, would I allow my my son to watch it? Does it is does this have too many problems that I'm like, well, I don't want him to think that this is all mm-hmm. okay. 
But does it I'm more like worried okay. about a daughter watching it. Yeah. yeah. Um and you guys have meant just in terms of positive things yeah. and I want uh, you've mentioned it a few times. I love Odd Job. I love that character. Yep. I think he's such a if you're talking about a cart if you think James Bond is a cartoon, I think Odd Job is is very obviously that he is perfect, but like he's like superhuman. Like he like he can take he's crushing a golf ball with his bare hands. Yeah. He's throwing hats, even though it's the most ridiculous thing. And it's a, it's 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 the right yeah, what the kind hell is that of hat made of. Campiness. I always wonder that. <laughs> I think there's metal in the yeah. But okay, how come he's the best shot in the world? Except when it comes to throwing it at Bond. Yeah, he can't even, he can't even <laughs> run close. I wrote down huh, ah ducking my one weakness. Yeah. <laughs> also, also we see it take out a, a, a literally statue. decapitates a statue. But <laughs> then when it, like, knocks when that it hits woman on the head, Tilly. <laughs> Tilly. Yeah, it still sister. killed Tilly. Didn't yeah, it? yeah it just, but it didn't cut her head off. That really shocked me that she died. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, the reason that this is weird is because it just knocked her out. Yeah. So I kind of respected it when I actually found out it was dead because yeah. it did decapitate the statue. It, and although it didn't decapitate her, I respect the fact that it at least still killed her. Yeah. Even and, though that's a shocking move. Totally. I, I I agree. Odd Job is a very fun character. He's great. He's one of like uh, him. I mean, it's not. I'm not the first one to say that either. Him or or Jaws are the two best like villain henchmen, henchmen yeah. of all time. I think Jaws is better. Jaws like bit a shark to 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 get away. Like Jaws is badass. But I mean, they're like these badass. You mean the bad guy Jaws. The bad guy yeah, Jaws. Right. The one who's like yeah bit the shark. I just thought that was still so crazy. Oh, I liked. Uh, this is one thing I did like too. I like Bond's creative use of electricity. In it, yeah, like when the in the bathtub death when he kicks the toaster into the tub or whatever, I thought that was good. Yeah, it was like a through line. It was creative. I was, I just like I, a current, the very nice, uh, yeah. and just also this is one of the few Bond movies where Bond is always kind of behind, and I like that as well. He's always kind of losing. He's constantly losing. He's constantly getting like knocked out and defeated and tied up, and he's just always even. And the and to me, I think my favorite part of the movie was when he's going to dis, trying to disarm the bomb at the end, and he's and he's about to pull like the because what is he, like like I have no idea how to disarm this bomb, but I have to at least try until some guy just kind of pushes him aside and does it for him. Like I felt like that was like it shows that Bond with all his bravado actually doesn't know everything and he's I, I want him to be you want like, him to be that so if if that guy didn't happen to come across bond was really screwed i mean yeah. it would have yanked somewhere maybe it i know <laughs> but it could have blown stuff up yeah i want bond to kind of know a little bit more especially like some things are incidental where you may not know mm -hmm. but if you're bond learn bombs inside and out and no bombs because that's the main thing you get is these bomb countdowns. Bond knows so I want Bond to fucking be like, oh, it's this one. Apparently Sean Connery, <laughs> like, he really didn't like this script because Bond was always kind of losing and behind, and he wanted to be more that kind of guy. Who in the other, like, if you go to, like, the next movie, Thunderball, he very much is that guy. Like, he knows, he can, he's, even if he was superhuman, he didn't feel like he was behind. Like he had a laser going to chop his penis off and then his whole body, and he's doing witticisms. Why don't they just, <laughs> don't they just like chop off like one of his feet or something? He doesn't have to kill him. He has a laser. Like just, he did find himself at the disadvantage a lot in the film. Yeah. Whether he was in the jail or he was, you know, but he was never sweating it. I was never like, oh, Bond's really right. behind. No, totally. He I, was almost like a dinner guest who was held captive. 
<laughs> yeah. Well, well, that, you know, I guess other positives are I didn't really know how I felt about Goldfinger. And it's hard, like you said, for a lot of reasons like pop culture where you're seeing these things and you're like, I've seen them spoof so many times. I'm basically watching, like, I, I'm thinking a lot about uh, Austin Powers 3 with Goldmember yep. and how much that character is based on Goldfinger. So it's hard for me to sort of watch him with fresh eyes. That being said, for like a guy with a kind of weird accent and it's sort of not your typical big bad. Uh, I enjoyed him. I enjoyed there was the quirky weirdness about him. You are a clever, resourceful man, Mr. Bond. Well, thank you. Perhaps too clever. Twice our paths have crossed. Let's leave it at that. What do you think about this? They wrote this movie and they wanted Orson Welles oh, to play him. It was with that. him in mind, and then he demanded too much money. How would this movie have been better for you if that you know obviously yeah, from a, you want to be paid in gold? Yeah. Very nice. <laughs> I like Orson Welles. Orson, I, I, I think he would have had this sort of big presence that I think Goldfinger is supposed to have, and I like the character a lot, but I don't think he has that sort of presence that I think they're meaning for him to uh, have. The, the actor that got the role. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Oh, with if that. Orson Welles had got yeah, I completely with agree. That, I expect you to die. Like that, like, oh <laughs> there is like, and that's what I mean. Like I I couldn't quite tell. Like I spent a lot of the movie thinking, is this villain good or bad? I'm like, he's definitely quirky. You know, so can we go to the bad now? Because I feel well, like one more, thing, one more thing. I guess I got, I got one more okay. thing I want to say because I am not a car guy at all. Yeah, I do not. I don't care about cars in the least. But that car was fucking awesome. Interesting. I thought that car was a. Be- I agree with that. That was I'm amazing. Not a car guy. Like I'm not a car guy at all. But you look at this car. I'm like that is. I I, I don't care about cars. But just like I, I don't know, I, I know what I like, and I like that car. It's gorgeous, it's yeah, beautiful car, and there's a reason why it became super famous. Like it was one of those. I didn't really think about it, and I was like, okay, oh, the Aston Martin, da, 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 and then you see it, and you're like, oh, I get it. Yep, I totally get why this is an icon. You'll be using this Aston Martin DB5 with modifications. Now, pay attention, please. So, those are reasons we liked the film. Uh, and this is now- why I like this podcast because I do like that that we were forced to because I believe that all three of us are now going to. I feel like I'm on the same wavelength as the three of you about how we all feel about this movie. Hey, you never know. That's the beauty of this podcast. <laughs> it's like, I love this. Well, before Shane we move on, on before we move on, maybe we can quickly go, uh, what was the best scene? We'll start with you, Shane. For, oh, for good. I, I think it's, it's obvious and very boring answer would be uh, when Bond's... Uh, Body's about to be sliced, sliced in half by the laser. Uh, so okay, so when he's kind of on the, the I think the laser. Slab. Yeah, I mean, I would. I mean, if I had to give another one because the laser, because the laser, that's amazing. It's an amazing. It's an amazing scene. If I had to, I would. I guess I would go to the opening set piece because I liked it so much. The the heroin, it's just so ridiculous. It was so fun. It was just so like the right amount of fun and craziness. And the bird on his head. It was just so, stu- so stupid. Yeah, I, I like bird it. on the head. <laughs> it was just. It was the right. Kind of silliness. I was always yeah. like, does the does the bird on the head help him no. or bring attention? There's no way and, it could help him. Yeah. There's a dead bird. On, <laughs> that's my, my wife when she walked by. I was just first watching. She just looked at the TV and she's like, "Why do you Why do you even need a bird on your head? Just get out of the water. Like, what is this bird doing? <laughs> this is stupid. Um, I loved it. I'll agree with the the iconic laser uh, in between the leg scene. What? Uh, who was the best performance? Sean Connery. Ooh, I guess Sean Connery. I mean, I want to say Odd Job just because he was so awesome, but yeah. Sean Connery. And a non-speaking role. Yeah, he did, he did a, lot a lot with a little, and, and Pussy Galore was awesome too. But yeah, Sean Sean Connery. I agree. These things are pretty definitive. Yeah. Uh, we can now move on to reasons to knock it off the pedestal. All right. So let's start with. Uh, <laughs> I guess we could. We kind of touched on this. What has aged badly? 
We, where to begin? Or do we just well, want to go? <laughs> we, do, we, do we just want to go? Uh, general things we did not like, or reasons to knock. Well, it off? we we can go around a, a bit, I guess. But obviously, um, it, it's it's man talk, you know, and slapping the girl in the butt, telling her to like, it's oof, like, 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 like all the wow, men have to the talk. The hardcore misogyny, just. Didn't say goodbye to Felix. Uh, man talk. Yeah, and maybe that was funny back then in the '60s. Like maybe it wasn't intended to be like. Like, oh, it's actually man talk. It's just like a cute line it was meant to be. Mm-hmm. Not actually like so so demeaning. But obviously that that stuff certainly doesn't fly in post-Weinstein era. Yeah, and, and the idea that it's like this stuff is, like is it satirical? Are we laughing at it? Or is it like fantasy fulfillment? You know, is it yeah. something for dudes to laugh and be like, yeah, it, you know, it was supposed be, to be that this guy, the is, men are talking. Now. This guy is so macho, so cool, so cool that he's going to, men are talking, powder on the butt and then put on his little like yeah. little zip up suit. Like, this is the manliest man. Or is it <laughs> funny because it's even then it's so audacious? I don't think it was supposed to be audacious. I think I it really was like don't. coy and cutesy back then. And now it's just funny because it's so bold and insane. And out of touch and yeah. poisonous. Yeah. 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 Like, I mean, that the patent on the butt is one thing, but we touched on it before. How he like essentially rapes pussy galore into being on his side is just bonkers it's Absolutely. bonkers it's just like whoa like you can't she's like no no and he's like grabbing him like oh we're like oh my god like this is really happening in this movie so then she 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 turns on goldfinger yeah. for bond yeah. they, they, you know and they reveal that to bond and it's like what did you do to a bond and he's like i guess i appeal to a maternal side oh. it's like what, what does that line mean <laughs> i just put i put that must have appealed to her maternal instincts yeah that put, was what it was wow like whoa i don't oh, man i don't like do i not get the line well what the idea is supposed to be and she even said it in this documentary. Or in the book. You watched the documentary on Honor Blackman? <laughs> on the Bond girls. Oh, okay. Bond girls are forever. <laughs> Anyways, I watch a lot of movies. No, that's great. <laughs> um, uh, that in the books, Pussy Galore is a lesbian. And she is. Oh, I was pick. I was like, that's why she's, she's immune to his charms. Yes. I thought that twist was going to happen. I was going to go, shit, that's progressive for all, 64. All of her like. Women, her pilots are her like little harem. I thought she just didn't like sleaze bags. <laughs> I honestly, because no, when she, she had the them. harem of women, when she had all the young female pilots, and yeah. then she was like, "It's not going to work on me, Bond." I'm like, "Are they setting her up to like?" Because it's just very not of most women how they interact with Bond. So I was right. like, "This could take an interesting progressive turn." Yes, and then of course, and then did he not. like rapes her straight. It's uh, odd. It's and crazy. she said in the thing, her exact words were. She felt that Bond's charm got her in touch with her actual heterosexuality. As if, like, this actress clearly wow. didn't believe this but needed to find mm-hmm. some way into this happening. You know what I found myself thinking as I was watching all of the women that appeared? Like, the first one that got bronzed and killed, or golded, you know, uh, mm-hmm. the one that he... Ridiculous. Ba- that he, he got her killed, you know, by... Wasn't he just supposed to observe Goldfinger? Oh, he he messed up. He's I a mean, terrible agent. He's so bad. Yeah. He is just... Awful at, at his job. So I was thinking about her, and then I thought about her sister, Tilly, who got killed by Odd Jobs Hat. Uh-huh. Uh, and imagine you're the parents of these people, though. How did you lose your daughter? It's like two of the most freak <laughs> accidents in the world. So all I thought about, though, when I was watching these actresses, is I kept thinking about that Kate McKinnon character that does the interview style. Oh, like, God, oh so true. Well, yeah, back in my good, day, you know, call. it's all I kept thinking about these like young, beautiful blondes yeah. in this Bond movie. And it's just like they're there literally to be. Her being painted up gold yeah. was a very cool image, regardless of. It's iconic. It's like, and I, and I, and I think it's iconic. I, I, it must have like fucking freaked people out sure. back then. And I and I feel it's still, even if it makes no sense how it killed her, I think it's still kind of a 
cool, weird, sadistic the, the way to kill way? someone. His explanation. Okay, uh, why didn't they poison her with like? I would like paint her. Why gold don't they and- kill Bond? Yeah, if, okay. if, if there's a everything's guy, theatrical. The with this whole shit. thing is ridiculous. Well, his explanation was like her skin couldn't breathe. It's been known to happen in certain belly dancers. Or yeah, whatever. which is why they always leave a spot open on the back. It's I'm, like, I was like, I kind of want to look up this fact. Well, they did it on MythBusters. They did a whole wow. episode on on Bond things and on MythBusters. They tried it and no. The ridiculous. The skin can breathe. The skin can absolutely, it has nothing to do with skin breathing whatsoever. So yeah, it gets me thinking about the Bond thing in general. Like, is the whole thing there to kind of laugh the ridiculousness? Or is it like supposed to be this, is it supposed to be cool? It's supposed to be cool. a bit of column A, bit yeah, of I mean, column B. You're right. Yeah. A little of both. The, the character Money Penny is another thing I wanted to talk about. Why are their names all like that? Do, is there a reason behind that in these documentaries? In the documentary? All these oh, women I don't know. They're just sort of... Pussy still, galore, though? But again, it's, suppo- it's supposed <laughs> to be 60... Like, you try to put your head in the... Like, this this style of 60s campy Yeah, that's movie a big caveat. Is, ...is an absolute... Like, it's cr- it's supposed to be... I just don't get pussy galore. Like, it's, like, beyond cheap. Is this supposed to be her real name, or do you think it's a nickname? Well, or? here's a question, and this might be a super question, but, yeah. like, was the word pussy back then... Oh, yeah. It, it, it was a, another word for vagina? Oh, yeah. Okay. They made them change the name for advertising I don't know. and all these things, and mm. it was very salacious. Or was it like a cat? You know, like what's up, pussy cat? Like you know that Tom Jones song. Like I just didn't know if yeah. it was like if it was an acceptable I term. It, I'm for, pretty. I could. For I like think if you say pussy cat, you're cool. Yeah. It's just you can't say pussy and then wait for thirty seconds and then say cat. Yeah, I'm just saying, yeah. like, when you're writing it or you're the censors, do you read it as, like, kitten galore, but, like, as a pussy? Or is, at mm-hmm. that time, are people calling a vagina that as, like, a, a crude sort of... Yeah, um, I think so. I think it's a crude. Right. I think it's meant to be shocking. I the think shocking, it's meant when she says pussy... Gal- well, she says pussy galore, and he goes... He says some sort of... I forget what the line is, but he says some sort of, like, uh, like a you promise? Like, something like that, or he acknowledges that it's a, that it's a very crude thing. Who are you? My name is Pussy Galore. I must be dreaming. Opening scene where they're uh, kind of, not opening scene, but when they're introducing Goldfinger mm-hmm. and Bond's like, oh, yeah, w- w- what's his deal? His name sounds like it's a French whatever. Yeah. And he goes, no, he's from Britain. He goes, but he doesn't sound it. I was I like, what? <laughs> Why? What's the backstory here? Why are they saying that? Why what? say he's from Britain? I don't get that. I think that, the, I think again, it was this actor not doing the, the accent properly or something, so they're trying to explain for the audience this is why. Weird. I know, it's very odd. There's so many weirdo, so many weirdo things. Yeah, yeah. so I kept my ears up the whole movie and really tried to pay attention to, like, where is this going to come into play? And it simply did not. Oh, and um, you mentioned this before. The Beatles line. Yeah. About when he's talking about like the, this uh, champagne, how it's like mm-hmm. not not keeping this at this temperature. My dear girl, there are some things you just aren't done, such as drinking Dom Perignon 53 above a temperature of 38 degrees Fahrenheit. That's as bad as listening to the Beatles without earmuffs. I was like, earmuffs? Is he. Does he did, mean headphones? Did he mean to say headphones? Yeah, no, no, that's, he's a, that's a classic. I, I think question. he's insinuating they're bad. Yeah, because he's of a that's different what I think That's too. what I thought. Yeah, it felt like I looked it up, and people think he was supposed to say, say headphones. headphones. This is a big thing. Oh, like earmuffs as thing. an alternative it's a, it's word for headphones. Thing. Like it's either Bonds like too good for the Beatles, or he's like I'm hip. Do you, you know? think he? I think it's counterculture. The Beatles were like a youth that's movement, and Bond yeah, it's is like punk music. Hundred percent. Yeah, that's I agree. I, I agree with you. Yeah. It's just online. There's all these theories about. Wow. Yeah. 
you guys really went uh, the research route. You're watching documentaries with Honor Blackman. <laughs> I watched. <laughs> I rewatched all the. I watched uh, 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 from Russia with Love yeah. and Thunderball and Spy Who Loved Me and Her Majesty's Secret Service and uh, Goldeneye in advance for this for this as well. Just around so I could sort of get my head around the Bond. Yeah, verse. if we're in negatives too, did anyone else find this movie entirely too long? Was this like a 60s Way thing? too slow. I what haven't. Yeah. This movie is so slow. My yeah. notes specifically are when oh, we watched man. The Car Be Compacted. Had no one seen that before? So they're like, no, 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 <laughs> keep it in. Like that it scene felt like was they like, lo- like, it felt like they were so in love with this car compacting machine. I couldn't believe over, it. And this is like, Five oh my minutes. God, yes. It was like, like, what was the logic? Like the just like, no one's like, ever seen anything like this yeah. before. Like, maybe, I guess. Because I why guess- Why did they kill that guy in the car? <laughs> why, like, why did they do why that? Why didn't they kill the, all those- By the <laughs> yeah. way, first of all, those mobsters were just horrible actors. Just the worst. They're that like, was out of like a oh different movie. God, ridiculous. And then- Goldfinger, when are we getting our 10 mil? <laughs> exactly. And then he spends- like half an hour laying out his whole plan and then he kills them all. Like it just seems so, I, I know I it's a Bond movie thing, but it's not. Like I've seen, it's been handled much better in other, but that's why I watch a lot of the other ones to sort of remind myself this, they have handled a lot of these more campy things with a lot better touch in other movies than Goldfinger, which is brings me to the larger point of, I don't understand why this is sort of the larger thing why this movie is the de facto james bond movies when there are so many other much better james bond movies there's some like incredible ones i think it's because you're looking at prototype it's the same thing we talked about with blair witch and found footage films you're you're watching what you know actually this was an interesting uh, the consensus on rotten tomatoes was goldfinger is where james bond as we know him comes into focus it features one of double seven's most famous lines martini shaken not stirred and a wide range of gadgets that would become the series trademark yeah. so i mean again i'm not like a bond this historian is steven spielberg's one of his favorite movies of all time he talks about it constantly he bought a replica of the aston martin car when he was younger he was trying to like be pitched on like if i don't like, like 12 trying to get me when this, this is mindset. out like if you're 12 and watching right? this is that it i think it's awesome because one you're not going to question the logic you're going to be you're going to enjoy the sort of uh, campiness and the you know when goldfinger's doing eccentric things that actually are you know uh bad for his plan and it's like why would he do that you don't question those with like a 12 year old really brain. good point you if see you're a cool a car year old 13 year old it's sexual without really being sexual. Obviously, there's the problematic stuff, but you, there's never nudity, but the women are very... But if you're 13 and you see that men are talking, pat on the butt, is 100%. that silly and fun? It's like, like, is I that, think it's cool if you're You don't kid. see the 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 weird no. misogyny. You're no. not thinking of that when you're 12. No. You know, this is a really interesting mindset. I that think That must so. be where a lot of people came from when they when they their, their reverence for this movie. I think so. When, okay, what's the dude's name who shows them all the uh, gadgets? Is that Money Penny? Q, okay. Q, he's awesome. Desmond Llewellyn is amazing. John Cleese in the new ones. Yes. Okay, so why why doesn't he show them? And maybe he did and this was cut out. But why not show Bond that he has the ability to do the thing with the tires and destroy I think it, it was just not. I mean, Bond obviously knew he had it, right? I just think that it was more of a reveal for us. Okay. Bond knew it was in there. Like he had to which was by the way a completely psycho move. To sort of so they pull say, up beside yeah. this woman and just shred her car and be like, oh, a double blowout. I've never seen one of those before. Yeah. When clearly the car has just been shredded along the side. No, I see what you're saying. <laughs> they foreshadowed it. They, they, they gave us a preview of every other Exactly. So yeah. you're kind of excited and looking forward. To, it's like Home Alone. I'm looking forward to seeing yeah. all Kevin McAllister's things in play. I like seeing what Bond has at his disposal right. and then seeing the creative ways. Why would you spend it? so much time showing us a flipping license plate and not these giant spinning cool blades coming out of the side? You're like, isn't so that cooler? 
there's no way there's 50 license plates changing. And there's, there's three. There's three. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Can I say, though, that I was impressed with the changing license plate? I'm like, if you are trying to get away, I guess they could that say was the, the make of the car, but that was kind of a cool gimmick. Maybe if you're doing less crazy shit than James Bond. Yeah. The shit he's doing, you're going away for life no matter what if they pull you over. <laughs> Last thing you're worried about is the traffic violation. <laughs> points. But, okay, so, and then uh, Q, it's like Bond is one of the slyest, best guys in the world at using these gadgets. He's like, do not use this, this button. button. Now, if you take the top off, you'll find a little red button. Whatever you do, don't touch it. It's like, why? What's, is it? I thought it was like a self-destruct yeah. button. I think it's just an eject seat. I think and it came in very to, handy. I think he's used to the I, uh, he's worried that Bond is going to sit down and just press it right away. Like, what does this do? Because the ejector seat is so kind of like... But just like, hey, Bond, this is very important. And then when he does use it, it's done without very much fanfare. Here's an, here's an interesting point to that then. Because another reason why people like this movie and stuff is there is a lot. Like, there's two movies that come before this, right? Like, So you are supposed to have some idea that Bond like fucks with Q's stuff like a lot. So there's not like Chris Farley. He's not going to be yeah. like, cool. But, but, like, there's, but there, I'm, I, I think if you saw the movies before, you would have been more understood like that. They spend like millions of dollars on these things that Bond, Bond is this big uses like to Q. Yeah, right. exactly. Because he, he misallocates the resources yeah. that the, and I wonder if there's a few other places where they, where uh, you might have accepted a lot more of what Bond does if you had seen the first two movies because it's a continuation of this character. The Q character is now like a whiz kid in the new ones, in the Daniel oh, yeah. Craig Yeah, ones. yeah, that's right. That's right, of course. Yeah. And the uh, the end scene, too, bothered me when uh, the plane, the rescue plane is <laughs> I wanted to talk about this. Well, just, just because the, the sex is so important for Bond, he can't wait. He's willing to avoid being rescued. Just to oh, get like him. the end end. Yeah, the oh, end end. Oh, like after they, after they eject themselves or, or, or skydive out of a plane that's falling at a certain rate. Again, I don't think you can do that. But And this radar that can clearly see a person coming off <laughs> yeah. of a plane. And then they don't flag down the helicopter because yeah, yeah, they yeah, want to yeah. make some uh, nookie. But I guess I guess Bond has to have a cheeky yeah. scene there. Yeah. But it's still, I thought he still could have found a way to be cheeky and be kidding and still get rescued. There's leaps of logic all over the yeah. place. I feel what I was saying was this plan of everyone pretending like an oh, entire army's worth of people pretending to die and letting gold fit. He's right there. Just get up and shoot him right now. It just was so like the, the roundabout this like of all the weird leaps of logic I needed to take the idea of convincing an entire army. There's not one person on the ground being like, this is a stupid fucking idea. What am I doing down here? Like pretending that I'm, do you know how many people died for this goofy plan? Like all these people getting Who shot. Who was pretending? Stuff? All the, all they the people. All they all pretending to die fell. by the gas. Oh, because she switched out the gas. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. the gas. I thought that the gas was less potent, meaning no, that they were no. only out for like 20 minutes she, as opposed she's to on 48 hours. Side now, so now this gas isn't real. Uh, I thought she, so, I read that as she diluted so the Felix gas. to the U.S., yeah. So they, Dude, they were faking sleeping. They yeah. weren't just only out for 20 minutes. Yeah. It was such a goofy, are stupid Are we sure about plan. that? No, I'm just yeah, positive. Yeah. Why are they keeping Bond alive? Operation Grand Slam will be successful. You will be there to receive for yourself. Too closely for comfort, I'm afraid. Like, this is the oh, biggest problem. Number one on my list. <laughs> number one on just my list. So why they, not kill him? Why bring him with you? <laughs> like, why wait for the atomic bomb to go off and him to die there? Just shoot him in the head and then leave, but, and then he'll still incinerate with him. I, the bomb I, I get that it's a movie, and the, the easy answer is, well, because... 
things need to happen, Shane, in movies or else it doesn't have a movie. Just come up with a better reason. Yeah. Give me some sort of plausible thing where I can get into an argument about why he The reason could. they were keeping him alive throughout the film was because they didn't want uh, like him to tell another agent. Well, and, and if he goes missing, they would have like sent – basically – Goldfinger's plans would have got a bit messed up if Bond goes missing but because they, they need to come find he, Bond now. So oh, it's like right. as, as long then, as he's still on the mission and they think he's fine, we right. don't have to deal with those That's other agencies. That's why he pulled him up and had the mint juleps with them so exactly. your Felix guy can see, okay. Oh, Bond's doing Bond. Like, Bond's doing he's still his on thing. The mission. He's still on the mission. Because if we could... Is the logic there? But it doesn't, steps doesn't in. explain in Fort Knox why they don't put a bullet in Bond's head. Bond's <laughs> one of the sexiest, smoothest men alive. I'm sitting right here. But <laughs> <laughs> Top five. <laughs> Uh, why would you put Bond in the plane alone with Pussy Galore? <laughs> Get the dude pilot and you ride with Pussy. Why would She's you do that? To be this like ardent lesbian like you, sidekick but, person. Like I don't think he. I really think that Goldfinger didn't think that he he was in. It's pretty naive on Goldfinger. I guess part. so. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. One one other scene that. I, it, within the first five minutes, I was cackling, and so it's like obviously he in the in the opening scene he sees the guy uh, in the the reflection of the eyeball, which <laughs> yeah, whatever. Like that, yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. To me, I'm like, oh, I can see why that's kind of fun or cool. But then when you know the guy goes to hit him, he sacrifices the girl and lets her take the hit in the head. Do you oh, know yeah. why though? Why she was in on it? She was in on it. She, she was looking. She didn't alert Bond. She was looking over. It's to much the side. funnier because at first I was like, "This is funny." And we just yep. let his girlfriend. Yep. get Yeah, I missed that because yep. I thought I didn't read it as she saw him and didn't alert him. I, I read it as it like she second. saw and maybe was kind of stunned for a second, and it all happened so quick. Bond sees the reflection. He's like, "She's taking it in the head before I do." Just because he gave no apology or anything, I was like, "Oh, it's because she's evil." Yeah. And I just had it. I'm like, "Bond's an asshole." <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's my first note I wrote. <laughs> I feel like the reason I got that so easily <laughs> was because in that Austin Powers movie, they do the same thing, and she's also a bad guy who knows. So I feel like in my head, yeah. I was already mm -hmm. ready to know. And then it goes overboard where he's holding her and using her as a human shield for like 20 minutes. Well, you know, so here's the thing about satire: is like yeah. those Austin Powers movies aren't any different than the Bond yeah, movies to me. Yeah, it's just the same thing, like, but blown bigger. They're the same fucking movies. Yeah. But like one's supposed to be a spoof of a Bond movie. Right. But it's like, it's all the same I shit. I wonder if Mike Myers would agree with you. I wonder right. if he'd be like, yeah, totally. Those movies were absolutely ridiculous and all we were doing was just taking it and and peeling back the the serious veneer that people put on them. Yeah. Yeah. You were Do you feel like the real, again, I've, I, I, I struggle to understand why this movie, I mean, on top of all the, iconography stuff is the de facto bond movie is it because so much of it takes place in the united states like two-thirds oh, of the movie takes place in kentucky did yep. this feel like america finally gets to have a bond adventure and so that so so many american kids can now own him there's an americana to it yeah. when it's, it's such a british property like the, yes. the whole thing about it is it's very british you know mm -hmm. and so maybe that's why people at large. I mean, is that the, the, the so the theory is basically because so much of it took place in America. Why is this number one on the Rolling Stone list? Is it because when Peter Travers was thirteen years old, this was his this Bond's in America? I can connect to this a lot better than when Bond is in like yeah. Marrakesh or something. Could be. I have no idea why people like Bond movies. I don't at know. all. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, any of them. I don't get it. And I, I mean, when they're good, they're great. Like when they're great. Like the idea of this like swarthy guy who could like just seemingly regular guy with no like superpowers can sort of go on this big grand adventure and take down. Well, he, he's one of the most intelligent yeah. people and he has 
charm. Which yes, is, he has. He's kind of like Batman. When done, like when, like I feel, I like for me, Your Majesty's Secret Service is my is my favorite Bond movie. Goldeneye is up there. You know, Spy Who Loved Me is when. So when Bond is at his best, it's not about being just trying to fuck anything he sees. It's about being this like super spy. It's exactly what you think. He is this guy who can just kind of go toe to toe with anyone, and he's put in the most impossible odds, and he keeps like coming out on top. Yeah. Do you think Bond cares about the mission more than getting right women? I think that's. I, I feel like yeah. I, I think he's a shitty agent yes, at the whims of his own impulses. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think. I think. If, I think if if a hot girl is there and can derail him from what he's there to do, I think it will allow. Like, I think he will get derailed. I wonder mm-hmm. if 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 Pussy Galore was like a uh, like four hundred pound militant woman, this none of this plan would work because he wouldn't do it. Like I wonder if that if he's that bad an agent where the only thing he can do is go after like hot women. Like that's it. A couple more thoughts. The only other woman in this movie that maybe like would not be considered traditionally attractive, but it was kind of a for me. I was wondering if it was the first time this trope had been done, mm-hmm. and oh, that the was Roseanne Barr cameo. James. Uh, No, the the when they were going into sort of the the Goldfinger's like compound, and the old nice woman opens the gate, and she like waves, and then you, I was like, I know she's gonna pull out a machine gun at some point once Bond is trying to escape. I'm like, but that now is like a trope, like the nice grandma, but then it turns out it's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's like the swearing granny. And yeah. yeah. She I was, was like, awesome. Is this the first time that's kind of like the idea of the, the messing with the perception? Also, I had a note. When you ask about why people consider this such a great one, I think I think a lot of it has to do with firsts. I do. Right. I, like, I think like a lot of the stuff that we've spoofed for the last 50 years are because of that. Mm-hmm. I also had a thought about odd jobs. So, you know, when, um, you know, uh, Goldfinger realizes like the ruse is up and he's, he's basically got to like, escape Fort Knox mm-hmm. he locks odd job bond and his other you know uh collaborator in the vault right where the nuclear bomb is going to go off right now the one guy's like we need to figure a way out of here and odd jobs stops him like is is odd job that committed to goldfinger that he's willing to like die for the cause I think I, so. that was my impression yeah wow like what does Goldfinger? I think have he's on just cold blooded as hell. I think yeah. he's just this. I think he's like a kamikaze type. Yeah, he values who, loyalty above all else, yeah. and, including his life. I wonder yeah, if there. I like wonder if it's not even something yeah. he has on him. I wonder if Goldfinger has been this like amazing person in his life. Maybe saved him. Like, I, like, who, like I, I, I do. I yeah. like that you don't know. I think it's just really interesting. He would sacrifice his life for this. Zany oh, I found myself trying to make up backstories for Odd Job. Like, I'm like, he has a family somewhere on another coast, and and like, but Goldfinger has like him. And Goldfinger has them like hostage, so it's like he has to. Oh, interesting. I, my brain was just going. You're I don't trying to at make him point. a good guy. Yeah, my, make, I like Odd Job a lot, man. I couldn't picture him as a family man. <laughs> <laughs> Tossing his hat onto yeah. the hat rack. Yeah, when he comes. How is your day, honey? It's Roseanne Barr. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Oh, oh shit. man! Uh, <laughs> yeah, great. Yeah, I'll job the movies. Yeah, I'd watch that. Yeah. I'll job the sitcom. All right. Well, is there anything else, guys? As we have this bad list going, I know people have notes. I want to be shocked. Like I want this to be on the pedestal somehow. I can't, I can't see it happening. Well, hey, but, we haven't so, gotten there. So, oh, we're not even there yet. Well, I'm, I'm not I mean, we should, Is there I, any more? I feel Are we ready? I like, we like can't beat this movie down lot, anymore. There's a lot of... <laughs> I mean, I have a whole thing of when he put the homing device in the guy's car, yeah. which was ridiculous, and then he brings the car on the plane, he just happens to do that, and then when he finally gets there, it's a giant building that says Auric Enterprises. I'm like, you needed a homing device to find this giant building with his name on it? It's just so many, like, weirdo... <laughs> the, like, I understand the leaps in logic, but sometimes the leaps are so far. 
again, I liked the the device of him smuggling his gold through parts on his car. Like there was enough yeah. little interesting yeah. things, and, and this probably gets to speaks more to Ian Fleming because obviously that's the source material. Mm-hmm. But like again, I thought his plan to make the gold poison to increase yes. the value of his I, gold was really clever. I really do think that Goldfinger as I I feel like just. Bond as a character and Goldfinger as a character are the best parts of this movie. They're, they're they are timeless and they're great and like and they were the first time you've seen something like this done this well in in a movie. All right, guys. So just as we're wrapping up here, what has aged badly? The assault, the sexual assault, the sexual this, and the misogyny has, has just yeah, that's hard. What was bad even then? The sexual assault, the misogyny. Mm-hmm. I don't think people thought it was. I don't bad think then, they no. thought it was bad. I think they thought he was. That's that's how you be a man. I think sure. that's really what they thought. Then, so, do you think anybody watching. watched this at the time and thought, like, it was? Was there any flaws then? Meaning in, in the sexual assault? No, I uh, think the at the time general. the things oh, right. that, that that didn't hold up were more the leaps of logic stuff. The idea of everything blows up regardless of whether they need to or not. Yeah. The 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 villain who overexplains the 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 plot the bad plot mindless for, entertainment. That this, that sort of thing. Sure. It's more just silly Hollywood muck em ups. We just spent twenty minutes talking about the flaws, so we don't have to go over that. Is everybody uh good to get to the point where we decide to keep it on or knock it off the pedestal? Yeah. Yeah, I'll I'll I'm taking it off the pedestal. I'm surprised it was even on one, but yeah. So Shane is a hard off the pedestal. Absolutely. Mike? Um, I mean, again, I, I, for me, I can see the value in prototype in the idea that it had all these iconic moments that maybe it was the original sort of like mindless blockbuster and campy and fun for laughs sort of thing that ends up becoming, you know, we don't have things like Die Hard or mm-hmm. anything that we would consider a modern day action movie with sort of these big set pieces and yeah. clever scenarios and our hero getting out of them. Uh, but I didn't. I I spent more time laughing at this film, and I was like, maybe that's the intention. Maybe I'm the wrong age. It's the wrong time. Uh, but I would not show this to anybody and be like, you want to see how an action movie's done, or you want to see like some swagger or some great filmmaking. Watch this. I'd be like, no, because the filmmaking's kind of sloppy and too long, and it's not great. And so I don't. I wouldn't put this on a pedestal for anything. For yeah. anyone, for its genre, or for even Bond movies. I'd show like 10 more Bond movies before yeah. this one. Uh, the, the idea of this movie holds up much better than the movie itself. And I think that's a, I think that's a lot of Bond movies, but I, I think that's exactly, I think I'm I, almost word for what you just said, where, where it started, it, was, it had lots of positive things for what it did for filmmaking and such, but it's not even close to the best Bond movie, let alone one of the best movies of all time. So I agree, not on the pedestal. It's just, it's, it does, it's, I, but I, I find, I still have a hard time wrapping my head around how it's considered the Bond movie by so many reputable people. And I, the three of us all independently watched it and we're like, what is this? What is this? I thought, I was like, I can't, I can't, I can't wrap my head around it. There are pieces that I guess I can, but I wonder if I'm trying to, if I wasn't even trying to figure it out, if I would just like, just flush the whole thing. So I'm like, this is, a, this is nonsense. I was shocked when I saw 96% on Rotten Tomatoes after right? I'd watched the film. Right? It's odd. It it's feels nostal- odd. It's nostalgia reviews. I guess. But I mean, I guess. It has to be. Well, if you uh, enjoy the Bond films or this film, we're sorry. We don't agree with you. <laughs> and it is off the pedestal. Our first one. Mm-hmm. Well, well deserved. Goldfinger. Song is good though. <laughs> it's a great song. Shirley Bassey. Shane, what? your final. Oh, what? What is it? What's the exact one? <laughs> oh, you have one. You, you have, have one line. Phrase. You tell me it then. I do, isn't it? Uh, time to close time, the book on the this time one. To close the... Well, 
Let's close the book on this one.